You are listening to Give Grief a Chance, and I'm your host and advanced grief recovery specialist, Diane Morgan. And these podcasts are all about bringing grief awareness out into the world, because even today, my friends, grief is hidden and it's tucked away. So come along and join me on this journey. Let's start to bring grief out into the open and maybe you'll be brave enough to give your grief a voice. This is episode 226. Hello to all of my lovely podcast listeners and welcome back to another episode of Give Grief a Chance. Now I hope that you're all doing well and as always I'd like to say a big thank you to everyone who takes the time to listen to these podcasts and a quick reminder about my journal which is called Giving Grief a Voice. It's a beautiful gift that can help to guide and support you through your grief. It's filled with writing prompts, breathing exercises and self-care tips and you can find it on Amazon. So on today's episode, I'm talking about Halloween and grief. Here it comes, the first stop of the holiday season, Halloween with its costumes, decorations, and themes of life, death, and all things spooky. But, you know, even with the fun of dressing up, trick-or-treating, and the change of the seasons, it can be a potent reminder of the impermanence of life, as it invites us to confront the reality of mortality in a unique way. Now, for those around us who are grieving, this holiday can bring a mix of emotions, especially if it's the first without your loved one. And I remember my first Halloween without my mum, dad and brother. Now, Halloween itself wasn't something that we really got into as a family growing up. But it was the symbols associated with this holiday that really stirred up my emotions. And at that time, everything about Halloween just didn't seem fun anymore. In fact, you know, death, gravestones, spirits, it was all a huge reminder that my family members had died. And honestly, I didn't feel like joining in any of the festivities. I didn't want anything to do with Halloween. So for me, I decided to watch a funny movie and let that day pass on by. And as many of us know, facing Halloween for the first time without a cherished family member or friend can be incredibly challenging because of the fact that it amplifies the sense of loss and brings about the awareness of their absence. But you know, it's perfectly normal to feel a complex mix of emotions, sadness, nostalgia, and even anxiety. And you know, it's okay to take one step at a time and do what feels right for you. And Halloween can be hard for those who've lost a child or a teenager as they can remember celebrating and going trick-or-treating with the child. And if you're supporting a child who's grieving, 
You might want to check in with them about how they're feeling about Halloween and let them know that it's okay to skip it if they're feeling scared or sad about it and remind them it will be back the same time next year. And if you're up for it, you know, one way to navigate Halloween while grieving is to use it as an opportunity to honour your loved one, especially if they love this time of year. Why not consider their preferences and cherished traditions? You know, did they enjoy carving pumpkins, creating spooky decorations or dressing up? It's an opportunity for you to engage in the activities that they loved because this can help create a meaningful connection. And you could light a candle in their memory, set up an altar, pull out a fun picture of them at Halloween and dedicate a special activity in their honour. You could even cook their favourite Halloween food or offer their Halloween treats. You know, share some stories about past Halloween holidays and talk about those fun and crazy costumes or any parties that you remember. You know, these gestures serve as powerful reminders of their enduring presence in our lives. And it can even help to bring a smile to your face as you remember their love for Halloween. And if you've always enjoyed Halloween, then know that it's okay to allow yourself to have some fun because engaging in festive activities can be a source of comfort and joy and it allows you to take a little break from your grief. Plus, it's a way to acknowledge that even in the midst of grief, moments of happiness and celebration are valid and essential. You know, this time of year makes me think about the Mexican Day of the Dead, which is a holiday that offers a beautiful perspective on the relationship between the living and the departed. And for pe those people who celebrate this holiday, it's a tradition to interact with loved ones who've passed by offering prayers and various gifts. And during the Day of the Dead, some families take the opportunity to visit the gravesite of their loved ones and relatives. They clean the debris and decorate the graves with candles and flowers and favourite foods of the deceased are also placed on the grave. And some people prefer to make home altars and decorate them with marigolds, which is the flower of the dead. Also, favourite dishes such as tamales and tortillas are made. Candles are lit, incense is burned and objects of personal use are offered. And in some cases, and I think this is exceptionally lovely, a path of flower petals directs the soul to their home altars. You know, it's a beautiful celebration that unites both realms emphasising the continuation of love and memory beyond the physical. And also, according to Native American philosophy, Halloween is a time of year when the veil between two worlds is the thinnest. It's the time when the spirit world comes closest to us 
and is most connected to our physical world here on Earth. They say it's a time when the spirits of those who have died feel even closer to us and all of the signs become so clearer. So whatever you believe, let it bring you some comfort and not fear. And you know, for some, visiting the grave of your loved one during this time can provide a profound sense of connection. It's a moment of reflection, a chance to express love and gratitude, and a reminder that our bonds live on even beyond the veil of death. So as we enter a season that can be particularly poignant for those in grief, it's important to be gentle with ourselves. And if you're thinking about your loved one this Halloween, know that you're not alone. Making a plan may help you to manage the stress and anticipation of grieving a loss during this time. And don't forget to discuss with family and friends about what you do or don't want to do. And of course, only participate as much as you feel comfortable with. Allow space for your emotions. And remember, it's okay to talk about your feelings. So find a special person to open up to or seek out support when needed. Reach out to your support system and engage in healthy self-care. And you know, if you don't feel like celebrating this day, then you could take a nice bath and just pamper yourself. Grief truly is a process that we must go through in order to heal. And you get to decide how you want to go about the healing process. And remember, Halloween can be tough. There's no right or wrong way to navigate through it and there's no right or wrong way to grieve. Grief takes a lot of joy and enthusiasm out of you. So there's no need to participate in something that gives you stress, anxiety or depression. Whether you choose to honour, celebrate, find solace in quiet reflection or if you decide to watch a funny movie and let the day pass on by, Know that your feelings are valid and you have permission to do what feels right for you. Until next time, take good care. Okay, you lovely people, that is it for this week's episode. I hope that you enjoyed it and that it was helpful for you. Now, if you'd like to find out more about my services and programs, please visit my website, givegriefachance.com. There you can drop me an email, you can ask a question or you can share your story via voice message and I'll be happy to play it on the podcast. Plus you can book a free chat with me. And while you're over on my website, check out my free gifts to you because if you're having trouble sleeping, then there's a guided meditation that can help you to sleep. And if you're feeling confused about this grief thing, there's a grief recovery ebook with 61 tips on the experience of grief and how to move through it. And if you're ready to put pen to paper in order to get those thoughts and feelings out of you, then you might like to download my fillable grief worksheets. So please feel free to use them. Oh, and if you'd like to purchase my journal, 
you'll find a little button that you can click and it'll take you right to Amazon. Okay, so if you've enjoyed this episode, please rate it, like it and share it. And if you feel like it, come and join me on Instagram at Give Grief a Chance Coach. And last but not least, I'd like to say, please never be afraid to give your grief a voice. Okay, my friends, take good care and have a wonderful week.